Your dream deserves to be shared with the world, and I'm here to teach you how to do it. I'm your host, Mary Diacetis, and on the Dreamers and Action Takers, we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality. On Mondays, we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you are taking time to invest in yourself, and I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Dreamers and Action Takers podcast. I am pumped that you are here, and I am even more excited to introduce you to the beautiful Sarah Gavia. Sarah currently lives in New York and she's from New York as well. She lived in Georgia for a little bit in between. Um, But Sarah is a dancer turned content creator turned reels queen. And let me tell you, this girl is a like ball full of energy. She is freaking incredible at every single thing that she does. And we actually met a little over a year ago because I put an ad out on Indeed for a social media manager. Sarah responded to the ad on Indeed. And then she sent me a voice memo on Instagram. I listened to it and I literally told my assistant at the time, I said, I like this girl needs to be on our team. Like this is literally myself a couple years ago. I like fell in love with her from that one voice memo. And I just knew that we were going to be friends. So Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Oh my goodness. What an introduction. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> well, um, how are you today? What are you working on? Tell me a little bit. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about uh, what you've been doing lately. I am doing so well. Um, I've been loving life lately. I know that you have been feeling the same way. So I'm so glad that we're here. Um, lately in business, I have really just been trying to kind of go past my boundaries a little bit and try new things and just really, um, I don't know, get get out of my comfort zone. You know, that's what life's all about. So um, I launched a course recently, which I know that, you know, um, and I'm just super excited about everything that I've been doing. Okay. So you said like step out of your comfort zone, like push past your boundaries. Is that like specifically with your course or with something else? You know, I think it is kind of with everything, but in like specifics, Um, with my course, I never envisioned myself doing something like that. Um, I believe it or not, was never comfortable on camera until about a year ago. Um, so I never pictured myself creating a video course in my entire life. I always looked at myself as someone who was not an expert in anything. Um, and I just kind of was never comfortable. So stepping out of my comfort zone to me really means, you know, doing something that a couple of years ago, I never envisioned that I would ever do. Okay. So I love this and I know your story and I love like the progression, but let's back up a couple of years ago to like you being a dancer, being in college. And then like now, like the course that you just created is over reels. So like fill in the gaps for people of like going from like dancer, kind of what that progression was, what you were doing last year, social media management, all of that. Yeah. I love this. So I grew up as a dancer. I've been dancing since I was like four years old. Um, when I was 13, I started hardcore 
professional ballet training because I was pumped and driven to become a ballet dancer. That was my entire goal in my entire life. When I was 16, I actually ended up moving across the country to Los Angeles by myself. Um, and I lived in a dorm and I was a ballet student and that was just my life. Um, I never, ever, ever envisioned being in business. Although as a kid, I always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Like I would sell you hair bows that I'd make in my bedroom or like custom flip-flops, like literally anything that I could think of. I always had that kind of drive in me. Um, I just was so, you know, like eyes forward on just being a dancer, um, which I think is, is very common for a lot of dancers. And so once the pandemic actually hit, I realized that there's a lot more to life than just dancing. Um, I got injured, so I wasn't able to dance and no one was actually able to dance because we were all dancing in our bedrooms, right? And so I decided to turn on my computer one day and just see kind of what was out there. Um, I actually had a friend tell me about a network marketing experience and I was like, okay, let me try that. Um, we ended up doing more together. And it just was really like my first introduction into the business world because I was forced to sit at home and really explore other options besides ballet. Um, so that's kind of really my story. I think it's a very interesting one because I think during the pandemic, most people uh, kind of felt very lost, but I actually ended up finding more about myself than I really ever thought that I would. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So talk a little bit about while you were, you know, trying to find, figure out like where your niche was, what this looked like, because you were helping people in basically any um, capacity or aspects that you could. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. It actually took me a while to figure out my niche and like what I kind of wanted to focus on. Um, I really started out on clubhouse and I know that you know this, um, and I would just take work from anywhere that I could, you know, I had people asking me to do content creation or like literally anything. And I would just say, yes. Um, I kind of realized very quickly that I liked Instagram. So I sort of became like an Instagram person, like maybe ask me for your advice on Instagram, but I never really knew which Avenue I wanted to go and taking so much work like that without having a clear vision really did lead me to burnout. And like in that time of burnout was kind of when I met you, Mary. And honestly, you helped me a lot during that. And you know that. Um, but I discovered my like real niche of like being focused on video content and focused on helping creators um, kind of use video content to their advantage and use it to drive their sales. I kind of discovered that side of me, I would say a couple of months ago, because I really enjoy creating video content. I love it. I think I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> and I just, I love inspiring people to do it as well. And so I found that for myself and I, I don't know, I'm sticking with it for a while at least. <laughs> and it's so good. Like Sarah's reels are freaking incredible and I love them. Um, I want to hear a little bit, and I actually don't know the answer to this of you, like taking all of these different jobs from clubhouse and like trying to figure out like what was that like, like mentally and emotionally of you trying all of these different things and like trying to find your place? Because I think that this is something that a lot of business owners go through at first is just kind of like testing everything on and see how it fits and then like deciding on one thing. So what was that like? Mentally, it was honestly very exhausting. Um, I was taking on way more than I could actually do. And I also wasn't pricing myself properly either. You know, I was pricing myself way too low. So it was very obvious that I was going to get a ton of jobs. 
And I was really burning out very quickly because I would take things that weren't making me happy. You know, as a business owner, you would think that what you're doing for work should bring joy to you, right? And that's kind of the whole goal, like be a business owner so that you can do what you love, right? But at the time, like I felt like, okay, I'm owning a business, but like it's exhausting and I can't do this all on my own. And, you know, I don't have any other help and I'm doing things that are making me more stressed and drained than anything else. Um, so I had to kind of actually take a full break. Um, I completely just stopped everything and just shut down everything and took a whole, like probably a month of just like, okay, let me breathe for a second because I need to figure out what I'm going to focus on and what's going to actually bring me happiness. Because if I just keep taking everything, I'm going to keep going down this really, really dangerous road. And I definitely don't want to go there anymore. That's huge. And the fact that like you did like take that time off and you were willing to like sit with it and like, I don't like, I'm sure that's uncomfortable being in that in between being in, I call it like the messy middle of like, you know, I know where I started and like, I have no idea where the end is and having the courage to actually stop for a month or two and be like, what on earth do I want? Because you can make money doing just about anything, but it's really the question of like, what is your dream? What will help you to feel fulfillment? What will make you happy so that you're joyful when it comes to work? Yeah, I I completely agree with you. Like you said, you can make money doing anything. And I really found that very quickly, but if you're not doing something that you enjoy, then what's the point of making it your business, right? It should be something that you like and should be something that doesn't drain you. Otherwise you're going to end up resenting the one thing that you created. <laughs> Literally though. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you took it some time off and then you started creating reels and TikToks and you really found your niche in reels. So tell me a little bit about that content creation um, process of it and what you liked about it. Yeah. So I was really just creating TikToks for fun. Um, TikTok was a huge platform during quarantine, especially. Um, so that was just really comfortable to me. And I just was having a lot of fun with that. And then when Instagram decided to come out with reels, um, I had already been using Instagram for more business aspect. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm kind of used to video content from creating these silly TikToks. How can I bring that sort of silliness onto a more kind of professional aspect of Instagram reels. Uh, so I really just, you know, sat down one day and I was like, all right, if I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to have to do this thing. And I decided right away, as soon as it came out to just start doing something. Um, cause I'm such a person that when there's a new feature, you should probably just use it right away because you want to be on top of it. Right. Um, my process now just to like go a little bit into it is, you know, I'm not here creating video content every single day, but I pretty much post video content almost every single day. I, you know, create everything on one day and I post them throughout the week because, you know, another way to burn out very quickly from video content is to create videos every day. No one wants to do it. No one likes to do it. It's exhausting. Um, so I realized super quick that, you know, when creating these reels and different types of videos and things, uh, the less time that you can spend, the better. So that's kind of my, a little bit of insight into my, my process and video content there. <laughs> also, you gave away huge tips 
that are literally like, if people implement this, they are going to save so much time on it. The first being that you don't create content every single day. Like you just Mm -hmm. batch create your content. Like that is huge. Um, and then I also know you have a lot of fun with it. So yeah, definitely having fun with your reels, I think is the most important thing. Um, I love, first of all, I love that, you know, we talked about batching because that is the for sure way to not burn out with creating videos. Um, but having fun is another huge way to not burn out creating videos. Cause if you're not having fun with it, then you're going to end up resenting it. And you know, that's the last thing that you want. We all know that video content is a great way to get your products out there, um, to get you out there, whatever the heck it is that you do. Um, so if you're, you know, resenting it, then it's never going to work for you. So have fun. Don't worry about it being perfect. Uh, be silly and just kind of post what makes you happy, create what makes you happy. I love that. And would you say with like posting what makes you happy, posting what you want to create, um, do you think that there's a high priority in like partnering that with like trending reels as well or trending sound, sorry. Um, or is it just like, Hey, whatever your heart desires. You know, I really believe in a mix of those things because for some people, you know, trending sounds don't work for them because people like to hear their voice. They like to, you know, um, it's just not going to work. But personally, for me, I love to use trending sounds. I think they're super fun. Um, I just find a way to use the trending sound and like kind of incorporate it into my my niche on Instagram, uh, which is very possible. You know, if you click on any any sound, you can see all the different types of videos that are under it. Um, and odds are someone in there has some sort of niche that you can kind of kind of take in some inspiration from there. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it depends on the creator. If you're someone who enjoys, you know, using your voice, don't feel the pressure to do trends all the time. There is so much power in just using your own voice. Um, but if, especially if you're someone who's starting out and you're brand new and whatever, try out some trends. They're always fun and they tend to do super well. Yes. So good. Okay. So I know you have a ton of these like other tips. This is literally what your reels course is over. But the reason why I wanted you to share about this is because like people can look at you and be like, wow, like Sarah creates these incredible reels and they do so well. And like, she posts every single day and like, it's amazing. But at the same time, like you may have a dream. And like, I know part of your dream was like freedom and fulfillment and being joyful and being able to do whatever you wanted. Like you just moved to New York, like two or three months ago, literally because you wanted to like at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and so having these big dreams and you are somebody who consistently takes action on it. And like, I know that you like took action on the reels course. And I know that that wasn't something that it was just like, you sat down at your computer one day and it was like, Oh, look, like I just birthed a baby. And it was like a reels course. Like I know that there was, um, a little bit more behind the scenes to it. So however much of that story that you want to share, and then tell us a little bit about what is actually in the real story. So like the creation process of the course, and then what's actually in it. Oh my gosh. I love this. Um, first of all, I love that your podcast is called dreamers and action takers, because I feel like that's just so powerful. Um, taking action is hard. Okay. (laughs) But it's not easy. Like it's really not easy. Um, when I had the idea for the course, I am telling you, I probably had this idea like six or seven months ago. Uh, I always have loved video content. Like I said, I started creating reels when they first came out. Imagine if I had created the course back then, right? When I had the first idea. Um, but I will never beat myself up on it because at the end of the day, like I got it done, right? I decided one day, you know, 
I don't have a lot going on right now. And I know that my potential is greater than what I do have going on right now. So I decided, let me sit down and let me do this. I know it's not going to take me one day, but if I devote my time, maybe the next couple of weeks on this one thing, it will eventually get done. So that's exactly what I did. I actually had Mary as a accountability partner for me on this because I knew I needed someone to hold me okay. accountable. Partner <laughs> is a nice way to put what ended up happening. <laughs> it was it was great. I needed some accountability because realistically, like, I don't know, like, you know, when you tell someone your idea, it becomes more than just an idea and it becomes like a plan, right? When you tell someone your idea, it becomes now an actual concrete plan. And so telling Mary, this is my idea. I might need some accountability. It really put me on track to actually getting it done. Like, I think we actually set a date of like, okay, it's going to be done by this Saturday, like make it happen. And I'm like, yes, you're right. Like it can get done. Um, so I kind of needed that accountability. I needed that action. I needed to actually go and do something, right? I needed to go and do it. Um, and then once it was done, I was like, oh my God, I was like, look at that. I, I did, I did something like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I love the course. I am very, very proud of it. Um, to go through a little bit of the content, uh, it's, it goes through basically how to film, how to edit, how to post, like all of the basics of reels. Um, and then of course, like the more advanced things like transition tutorials and all the fun special effects, um, as well as like business tips, like how to make reels specifically for your business and how to um, use calls to action and things like that that are going to turn your reels into sales. Um, so I really did go very, very in-depth in this course. But honestly, it would have never even happened if I didn't take that initial step to actually like starting and filming and making it happen and just really taking that leap of faith. Yeah. And I feel like there were multiple leaps of faith that you had to do in like making sure that it got finished and then marketing it too, um, which is huge. And like why having somebody else in your corner, because our brains play tricks on us. I like to call it like the witch with the capital B in my head who like, um, <laughs> like is mean to me. And it, like, I have to listen to somebody else's voice. Cause this is something that happens to everyone of we just get distracted and we get caught up in it and like, whatever, but our brain wants to keep us safe. And so a reels course is something that you, or a course in this fashion is something that you've never done before. And so your right. brain will keep you safe and tell you, Hey, like, don't do this. Hey, like, let's just keep it like small. Hey, let's do whatever. But when you do something, you do something big. And like, this course is so detailed. Um, and so first of all, like having somebody else, even like if it's a podcast or if it's a coach or whatever, an accountability partner, whatever you want to do and you can do to remind you that you are freaking incredible and Woo. you did it. Like, let's go here. Where's the air horn? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Um, I have two more. Oh yeah. Actually, I want to ask these two questions. I have two more questions for you. The first one is, um, who is this course for? This course is for business owners. The course is for business owners um, who are starting out with reels, probably have no idea really how to use them. Or honestly, if you've been using them and they haven't been leading to sales, they haven't really been um, bringing you any traction onto your account. This is the course for you. I love it. Okay. Beginning business, big, 
business owners who are beginning on reels. Um, it's amazing. And then I know you have more information on your Instagram and y'all like, if you don't feel like reels is for you, like that's okay. Like reels aren't for you right now. I'm not going to tell you that you absolutely have to do reels for success. I'm going to tell you that like, they work really well in the algorithm right now, but like, if you don't want to do them, then you don't have to do them. Um, but I would highly recommend you at least go to Sarah's profile and watch how she does things. Watch her reels. They do amazing. And like, just the way that she like puts on a show with them is so good. Like she is a performer. They're so entertaining looking at her content. So Sarah, what is your Instagram username? Thank you so much, Mary. You're so sweet. Um, my Instagram username is Sarah, which is S-A-R-A-H, Gav, G-A-V, and then an underscore. Perfect. And then I'll put it in like in the show notes as well. So y'all can go check out her Instagram. And then the last question that I'm going to ask you is what is the best piece of advice you've ever give, gotten? The best piece of advice I've ever gotten. All right. So I, I think I've told you this before, but my grandpa has been probably one of the biggest business inspirations in my entire life. Um, Besides just my reels course, I do have another business as well. And between both of them, you know, I've really seen a lot of ups and downs. And I think one of the best pieces of advice that he's ever given me is that you can't have a business without going through failure. You know, he always says, you'll never know success if you haven't gone through any sort of failure in your life right? You don't even know what success looks like if you haven't gone through the lows. And so he's really, really, really helped me through that. Um, I think that it's so important to remember that um, failure is human and failure is going to happen. It's not anything that you can avoid. It does happen and all of us go through it. Um, So use failure as a teaching moment. I know it's super cliche, but it is entirely true. It doesn't last forever, but use it to your advantage as a moment to take a step back learn from your mistakes and keep going and go stronger. I love that. And honestly, like, that's why I like want to talk about like my failures and things I've done wrong on this podcast is because there's so many people who think that like, you're the only one, like the way that failure is portrayed in society today and on Instagram and Facebook and the highlight reel and all of that is like, you'll go through things or I'll go through things. And like, I'll literally be like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm the only entrepreneur who's doing this. Like I'm a failure as a business owner because like my income dipped or like I didn't close a sales call or I launched something and it didn't, um, like nobody bought from me or like I'm stressed. Like the, like my brain is playing tricks on me, like whatever it is. And it's like, no, boo, like you need a community, like you need a community, you need mentors, you need accountability partners, you need someone like your grandpa who is like able to, like he had a successful business, he knows what it looks like. And having these people in your corner who are like, no, like this is literally a part of life. And the most important thing is like, it's only permanent if you quit, like one of the things that Sarah and I like initially bonded over is Marie Forleo and her saying is everything is figure outable. And like one, it's a really fun word to say. And two, <laughs> it's so true. Like literally everything is figure outable. By the way, I just bought her book on Saturday. I haven't read it yet. Oh, I haven't read it either. I'm still trying to read Mel Robbins new book as well. So I got a lot on my, my plate right now. <laughs> shameless plug for both of them because they're absolute freaking queens. I love them. Incredible women. 
Right. Cool. Sarah, is there anything else that you want to say before we like wrap it up? I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Um, what you're doing on this podcast is absolutely incredible. Uh, I am telling you for everyone who's been, who's listening right now, uh, Mary has been one of the biggest inspirations in my business. And I honestly say that with such a full heart, like seriously, when I was just starting out in my business journey, Mary was always there for me, giving me advice. So the fact that you guys are here and this podcast is going to be absolutely incredible and you're getting to learn from her and, you know, I just, I'm, I'm so excited for you and thank you so much for having me here. I can't wait. Maybe someday I'll be back. <laughs> oh, heck yes, girl. Let's freaking do it. <laughs> I love you lots. And I'm like, so grateful for you and all the things that you're doing. And, um, thank you. I received that. Yeah. I love being able to like pour into other people. Like literally I've had so many mentors who've just poured into me and like, it's like the circle of life, right? That's it. The circle of life. You get poured into, you pour right back out. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, we got to end with an air horn. So like, you ready? You yep, ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, have an incredible rest of your day. Thank you again, Sarah. Make sure you follow her on the gram and we'll talk to you next time. Bye everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Dreamers and Action Takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people? I have a dream of working with 100 million women and helping them to share their dream with the world, and I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at thedreamers.co, and I'll send you a free gift. It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode, and I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.